Sports fans, it is time once again for another episode of The Big Picture. We are your hosts. I am Brian Anthony Davis. And with me, as always, is Wesley Coleman. How are you, Wesley? I'm doing great. Well, it is a... uh, the Steelers did not lose this week, so I know I'm happy. I know you had uh, some heartbreak down there in New Orleans. And, I was, uh, I was, yeah, I was at the game in Houston. Yeah, I know, man. You you do not need to be on the road anymore. <laughs> After the Steelers lost three AFC Championship games that I attended, I quit going. The very next AFC Championship game, they won. Actually, the very next three AFC Championship games they were in, they won. I so, am only attending home games the rest of the year. So yeah, I so, so far I, I'm undefeated at home. I don't blame you. I've uh, I understand completely. There's always that jinx. Um, that how was the experience in Houston though? I mean, besides losing the game, everything was great. Um, and then uh, I mean, we, we were in a nice suite, had good views. Uh, stadium's nice. People were nice. Um, I think that the, there wasn't that many people there. It was actually almost fifty percent Saints fans. Um, Houston has moved on to the, uh, the the baseball playoffs. That's all they care about now. They're not really watching the Texans too much, which um, I am being avenged by my baseball team. The Texas Rangers have beaten Houston Astros two games in a row, and I'll be at that game in Dallas-Fort Worth uh, on Wednesday night, so to see that. I was going to bring that up. I'm glad you did because I tell you what, I am rooting for your Rangers too. I'm very – 7-0 and in the playoffs. I'm very, even though they beat the Orioles, I'm not an Orioles fan, but I live in that area and everybody knows I hate the Ravens, but I have no problem with the Orioles. And I got to bring this up just because when we are recording this show is October 17th, and this is the 44th anniversary of the Pittsburgh Pirates beating the Baltimore Orioles in the World Series, Um, in game seven of the World Series, last time they won a playoff uh, a postseason series so <laughs> that's a waste wow so yeah i don't know what good baseball is so i'm gonna have to jump on board with your rangers but let's talk football let's, let's do go it. ahead and do it this is the show that changes every single week and why because it's called the big picture and the big picture always seems to change in the nfl teams that you think are the cream of the crop well They get creamed, and we saw two NFC teams that were undefeated, the last two undefeated teams in the NFL, go down and go down as favorites because the teams that beat them are not uh, cream of the crop teams. So everything's changing. That means the playoff picture is changing. There's probably a new number one on top of it. So we are going to talk about Both the AFC and the NFC, we're going to rotate by division and go back and forth. Since Wesley Coleman is a New Orleans Saints guy, he is knowledgeable of the NFC, and I pretend to be knowledgeable of the AFC. So we're going to go ahead and do it that way. Let's go ahead and start off with an even tighter division now. One week later, it is the NFC East, Wesley. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll go ahead and uh, eliminate the Giants and Commanders from this uh, conversation. I don't think either one of them is going to sneak into the the playoff conversation anymore. Um, And we've got the Eagles and Cowboys. Right now, the Eagles do have a one-game lead. I'm going to predict that the Cowboys are going to win this division. 
Um, I, I don't believe in the Eagles. Um, I think they're having too many problems. I just don't think they're a complete team. Um, the Cowboys are having problems too, but I think that head-to-head they're going to end up uh, beating the Eagles and taking control of this division, squeaking it out. So, wow, that is really interesting because if you look at the playoff picture right now, the complete picture at four and two, the Cowboys are the number five seed and the Eagles are the number two seed right now leading the division. But I agree with you on how the Eagles do not look like that cream of the crop team. They do not look stable. Eagles fans have been questioning this team. They've been waiting for this shoe to drop. So I don't think they were surprised when the Eagles lost to the New York Jets. Yeah, with some uh, lack of uh, lack of talent, but also of some injuries, the Eagles are really struggling in their defensive backfield. Um, I don't think they're going to recover from that, and they're going to really struggle against uh, a team like the Cowboys that has some uh, some some fast receivers with good hands. Let me ask you this though, and my big question for you here is you feel that both of these teams are playoff teams though, right? Certainly, certainly. I mean, the Eagles aren't going to fall that much off, and there's also not, not a lot of, uh, not not too many teams at the top of the NFC that are going to have uh, multi, multi, multi-digit wins. What about the Commanders? You already dis- excluded them, but what about them as a seventh seed? They have a three and three record right now. Yeah, I just think that uh, some some teams uh, in a different division are going to come back and kind of take that, um, take take a couple of those uh, those, those slots. Is what I'm thinking right now. That sounds good. Let's roll over to the AFC East, and I'm sure you have some questions for me. Well, AFC East, you know the uh, we have Aaron Rodgers throwing a football on a football field. Uh, we've seen that. Um, there's obviously you know no quick. Uh, date set for when he could return but the jets are three and three um now they're one game behind the buffalo bills and two games behind the the miami dolphins um you think this holds this way i know last week you said you think the bills were going to come back and take it what do you what do you think here well the bills look rather pedestrian against the new york giants who we just discussed them and we just eliminated the new york giants from any playoff contention uh that game was weird the other night and that game was in buffalo so that just shows me that this Buffalo Bills team is up and down. The Miami Dolphins started off uh, losing 14 to nothing to Carolina before they started to turn it on. I think that offensive, uh, they're an offensive juggernaut right now. Uh, this is a team that did score 70 just last week. So I'm going to say that I'm going to flip flop it again as I keep flip flopping. And I'm not afraid to do that. They are currently the number two seed in the entire conference. I am going to put them as the number one seed in the division. I'm going to say that the Bills are going to be lucky to make the wild card if they do not step things up. I don't think they're a lock for the wild card if they continue to play like they did at home against the New York Giants. I'm still going to have them in as a wild card right now, but I'm definitively going to go back to our conversation that was just last week. We talked about how the New York Jets could be on the bubble. I'm thinking about taking them off the bubble, and I'm going to right now. They're off the bubble, and they're the seventh seed right now in the conference. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that the Bills we're going to find over the next few weeks because uh, good teams need to beat bad teams. And four of their next five opponent, opponents are the Patriots, Buccaneers, 
Broncos and Jets. So um, uh, now in the middle there, they've got the Bengals, and then they go on a strange, terrible run of the Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys. So they uh, they really need to win four of those next five games um, against the lesser competition. But I agree with you. This is the the Bills have crapped the bed a couple of times this year against lesser opponents. Uh, luckily, they won this week for them. But uh, we'll see if they can uh, hold true moving forward. That Bengals, we're going to be talking about them in just a little bit. But I will say they are going to be dangerous for the Bills, too. So that Bills schedule is it's tougher than that of the Dolphins right now. And I think with that that middle middle of the pack, you might be if you're a Buffalo fan, you might just be hoping that your team just makes the playoffs at this point. Understood. What uh, division in the NFC do you want to tackle next? I think we will go ahead and let's get a little crazy. Let's go to the West. We always put the West last. Yeah, so, I mean, the West, obviously, San Francisco um, is not undefeated anymore. Um, they, uh, you know, ran into a Browns team that's got it together. And I have been talking about here, I, I'm going to actually say I was right. I have been talking about here that Debo Samuel and Christian McCaffrey were players who get injured and that I didn't think Brock Purdy would look good if he lost one of them. Well, he lost both of them. And you know what? Brock Purdy did not look good. Um, both of those guys go down with injury. Brock Purdy is 12 of 27 in the game for 125 yards passing. Um, now, listen, the 49ers have an incredible defense. They are going to come back here. They're still going to very possibly most likely be the first seed in the nfc um but they've got some good competition here i think with the seahawks and rams um as far as teams that are going to be uh having winning records on the season um but pushing and fighting for who's gonna be that five six seven seed in the, the wild card yeah i'm gonna say right now that uh as a steeler fan and with the rams on the schedule especially in Los Angeles, I'm really interested to see this team. Now, here's the problem. They just lost both starting running backs. And you know, they are also with uh, a guy like Cooper Cup, who is, uh, his health is unstable as well. So you've got to worry about that. If Cooper Cup goes down, this becomes a completely different team as well. Uh, you know, same thing with Matt Stafford. We saw it all. I mean, they went from Super Bowl champion to just a terrible team last year because they lost their quarterback and they lost Cup for a good part of the year. So much like the 49ers, this is a team that that uh, any team could be you know, ravaged by in injuries, but there's teams that do better when it all shakes out that by managing those injuries and being able to overcome injuries. I don't know if the Rams are one of them. I definitely don't think San Francisco is one of them. If San, if those, these guys are out for an extended time and I'm talking about Brock Purdy, excuse me, not Brock Purdy. I'm talking about Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. Debo's tests were negative, so they might be okay there. But in another couple of weeks, we might be talking about them as a wild card if those guys aren't healthy and the Rams or Seahawks get hot. But right now I've got to agree with you that they're still probably your number one seed. Definitely. And, uh, you know, we'll skip over. I mean, there's not a lot to say about the Seahawks. They're a team that's going to 
um, have good defense. They're not going to make a ton of errors. They're going to run the ball. Um, I just think kind of the Seahawks and Rams both make it in um, because there's not very many teams in other divisions um, as the second or third place team. They're going to be fighting uh, good enough records to, to even compete for the playoffs. How many of those two teams are you going to put in as a wild card, though? Um, I, the Seahawks and Rams are going to I th- I'll have both of them in the playoffs. OK, so we're taking three from the West and we've already taken two. Two from the east. From the east. Okay. So, so we that, are just like, division winners the other west the rest of the way. And you know, that's valid when you see the other divisions. <laughs> well, now we head over to the AFC West. Um, you know, uh, Chiefs kind of uh, strongly in charge in the division here. Uh, yeah, I'll just ask you flat out are, are the Raiders, Chargers, or Broncos, any of them have a chance of making the playoffs, or is this a is this a one team division here, too? It's pretty much a one team division. And the reason I'm going to say that is because we talked about the Los Angeles Chargers. Eckler's back, but they laid an egg against Dallas, and they had an opportunity. They had an opportunity to come back in that game. Sure, Dallas's defense is top-notch, and we know that. But when you have weapons like Austin Eckler, when you have Justin Herbert, they're underachieving. They're coached poorly. I do not believe in the Chargers. I have gone on record on this show saying Brandon Staley is one of the most ponderous head coaches, if not the worst head coach in the NFL. And I'm going to continue to stay this, uh, say this. The schedule is challenging and Staley is stale. So I would probably say no to the Los Angeles Chargers. Denver. This team is competing for Caleb. All you got to say about that. And the Raiders, they're a lot like the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're, but they don't have as good a defense as the Steelers do. Uh, they just lost Jimmy Garoppolo. That means that this team is going to struggle even more. It's an anemic offense there. I would like to say that this is a team that could challenge. They're three and three, but realistically, Nine and eight is going to be a challenge for them. So one team division, Kansas City is possibly not my number one seed anymore, though, because I I really think even though the division's there, they're not a dominant team. And if something happens to Travis Kelsey. Even, you know, even with him, they, they're they going to have close games against some of the other uh, top teams in the division. But I agree with you here. The AFC West is a one-team division. The Chiefs are going to win it um, and be competing there for your you know, your, your first or second seed. Yeah, they, they will be competing for that bye. But I will say this, not last week against Denver, but the two weeks before against the Jets and the Vikings, they escaped and they escaped with calls going in their favor. I'm not saying that that is a home cooking or because it wasn't. I think they were both on the uh, on the road, if I'm not mistaken. I'm just saying that they uh, they got darling of the NFL. They got Tom Brady treatment the um, two out of the last three weeks. So let's go ahead and take a break. We're at the midpoint. We will be back right after this as we finish the rest of the NFL. We're halfway through the big pitch picture on the Fans First Sports Network.
It's Fans First Sports Network. It is the big picture. My name's Brian Anthony Davis. His name is Wesley Coleman, and we are talking about that ever-changing big picture in the National Football League. I cannot say picture this week. I am saying picture, and that means that I'm either thinking of a picture of Dr. Pepper or the MLB playoffs. I'm going to say this for my friend Wesley because I don't know what good baseball is. Go Rangers. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, let's let's get back into it. As we look at this picture and it changes every week, we had we already have different teams than we did in last week's show. We are going to go to the NFC North. Yeah, so uh, we've already said that my last two divisions here are going to be one one team uh, divisions. Um, the the Bears uh, they're they're you know competing for Caleb and they need a new quarterback and. Uh, even if you did kind of believe in them, Justin Fields is out. All their running backs are hurt and they're gone. Um, the Vikings are not going to be able to win games. They couldn't win anyway, but without Justin Jefferson, they just really aren't going to be able to win games. And uh, they have quite a few players that uh, are already kind of on the trade block and rumored to possibly be moving. Um, you know, some people are believing in the Packers. I've said from the beginning, Jordan Love is not good enough. He's not going to lead a playoff team. Um, that could change in future years. But this year, the Packers are not going to be a playoff team. And, you know, I was not a Lions believer at the start of the year. I uh, thought that the Vikings were going to come back and right the ship. Um, thought the Lions were going to be a tough out, maybe be a wild card team. Uh, they're a 5-1 and one team. They're tied for the best record in the, the entire NFL. Um, this is a feisty little team. Jared Goff is playing well. Uh, give me the Lions. And, and, and the Lions, um, I'm going to say right now, um, they're going to be fighting with the Cowboys and Eagles for the number two seed. Um, I don't even know if they're for sure just going to get pushed down to the three like, like you think. I actually agree completely with you. Now, I want to ask you a quick question. Is there any bubble team here? Because I don't think there is. No, no. no I, 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 people will try to push the Packers in there. This Jordan Love doesn't have it. He's not good enough. And, and no, they're not going to go on some crazy winning streak, uh, in, in my opinion. Now, this goes completely off tangent, but I want to bring this up for a reason. The... Uh, Number two quarterback, and I guess the next starter for the Chicago Bears is one Tyson Bangett. Do you know where Tyson went to college? Um, was that a Canadian college? It was actually the alma mater of one of your partners here on Fans First Sports Network, Jeff Hartman. He went to Shepherd College. And is he good with the sheep? <laughs> That's what most people don't know about Shepard. They are the Shepard Rams, though. So there you go. You have something to wow Jeff with the next time you're on a show. I'm going to predict that uh, after a few weeks from now, Jeff is not going to be claiming that him and that quarterback went to the same school. He's not going to let anybody know after what uh, stats we see over the next few weeks from that quarterback. Yeah, I, I have a feeling as well. Uh, let's, I had to bring that up, though. My apologies. We will go over to the most frustrating division for me. It is the AFC North. Yeah, so, I mean, you've got a tight division here. You, the Rams at 4-2, and two, Steelers and Browns at 3-2, and two, and Bengals at 3-3. Three and three. Um, This division's all over the place with uh, the Ravens haven't been what they've expected. I mean, the Steelers have a winning record, and you would not know that from following any Steelers fan on social media. Um, and the Bengals are maybe heating up. Uh, this, yeah, this, they are. This division could be interesting. And then the Browns might have the best defense in football. I don't know. Um, I mean, the numbers they're putting up are pretty spectacular defensively. 
Um, so there's a, there's a there's kind of a lot going on in this division, and I'm not sure if it's competitive because everybody's good or if it's just competitive because they're all close to each other. Well, you're getting some weird play out of the Cleveland Browns right now. I don't expect that to continue. I think that ended up just being the perfect storm. They do have a very good defense. I am still not putting them in. In fact, I am putting they they're not going to the playoffs. I will not yeah. go ahead and jump on that bang, bandwagon just because they beat the number 1 team in the league. I am going to go ahead and look at a team like Cincinnati and still say that I think they could turn around and win that division. They're not getting as hot as most people would think, though, because in the second half of that game, man, Joe Burrow did not look good at all. And when you look at their upcoming schedule, this could be curtains for this team in a hurry. Their very next game, they they do have the bye week. Then they're taking on the 49ers, the Bills, the Texans, who both of our teams have lost to. They're at Baltimore. Then they have the Steelers. Then they have the Jags. That is the next six games for this team. And it's going to be hard for me to say that at 3-3, three and three, that team's going to be 9-3 and three. at best with that schedule, they're not strong enough to be six, probably six and six at best. Yep. This is a, this this is rough. And the Bengals do have a hard schedule. Um, The Steelers and Browns have by far the easiest remaining schedules in this, in these two divisions. And if either one of them can kind of write what they're doing wrong, I mean, again, it's really weird to, to say that when other teams look at the Steelers and Browns on their schedule and go, Oh, we've got an easy schedule. But the Steelers and Browns collectively both have easy schedules. So if, if the Steelers can figure out anything offensively of ways to move the, the ball down the field and, you know, get to 20 points a game, I mean, there's, there's no telling what can happen. Um, they need something to start clicking, though. Right now, I'm going to say that it's the Baltimore Ravens. If the Pittsburgh Steelers do beat, do go ahead and beat the Rams and the Ravens fall to the Lions, I will probably put Pittsburgh up there. I need to see something out of my Steelers coming up next week. I don't believe in them enough right now. If they go on the road and beat Los Angeles, then I can start chiming in. But here's the thing about that Ravens schedule. As hard as it is, their toughest games are at home at least. And the Ravens play very well at M&T Stadium. The next team that they play are the Lions. And I would, if I'm a better, I'm actually going to look at Baltimore in this game because the Lions are five and one. They have a four game winning streak. And it, this is one of those teams when you, when you play on the road, the Ravens are tough. On the road, they have the Cardinals coming up, which if you're going to have a team on the road, it's Arizona at one and five. They play the Seahawks that are traditionally great. At home, they play them on the road. They have the Jaguars on the road, but then they have other teams like the 49ers on the road, which is tough, but the Dolphins at home. So they have a tough schedule, but they're a team that knows how to weasel wins. Uh, That's why we call them the Ratbirds. I'm just going to say that right now, I got to put Baltimore in that spot, and I've already taken... 
two other wild card teams. So I've got to decide where I want to put the Steelers here. And the Steelers could be on the bubble. I'm going to wait till the end of the show after we do the South and let you know whether I'm going to put Pittsburgh in as the seventh seed. All right, so that does take us to the NFC South, where my uh, lowly New Orleans Saints reside currently. I, I gotta, I gotta tell you, like obviously the Panthers are are horrible; they're zero and six. Um, and I'll just say now that I'm just gonna put NFC South team um, as the fourth seed, and that <laughs> it's gonna be the Buc- Buccaneers, Falcons, or Saints. Um, I don't see it being the Falcons. Uh, Desmond Ritter's a terrible NFL quarterback. Um, through three interceptions this last week. Um, the, the Buccaneers and the Saints, one of them is going to have to win the division just because the rest of them are going to lose. Um, and I, I don't have a reason to think that either one of them is going to um, be running on all cylinders and do anything once they do make the playoffs. But one of these two teams is making it as the, uh, the fourth seed um, because somebody's got to win the division. So I'm looking at the next six games for the Saints it's uh next five games excuse me it's jacksonville indy chicago minnesota and atlanta they're all they're, they're all they're all easy win. they're all easy ish games especially if trevor lawrence is hurt against the for the jags it's it's a really good schedule if they can score any points and their toughest game on the schedule for the rest of the year is in detroit no it's when in you- new orleans i'll be at the game in new orleans oh okay i have that wrong on my notes so i do apologize start at, start at the first game of december okay so it's versus Detroit. I need to change that in my notes. Atlanta's schedule is Doesn't not matter. that tough either, but you're right. They don't have a quarterback. When you look at the schedule for Tampa Bay, man, they've got the likes of Buffalo coming up. Then yeah, it, was, they're, it was a they're, bad they're, year last year to win San the division. Yeah, they're, they're, it was a bad year to be in first place last year. This uh, It's a very tough schedule for the Buccaneers. And all three of those games are on the road, Buffalo, Houston, and San Fran in the books in the midseason, and that's just alone. Yep. So, um, you know, the, uh, the the Saints have only given up 96 points um, so far through, uh, through six games. The Bills, Browns, um, uh, Ravens, and uh, Browns, or in the, uh, sorry, the um, Bills, 49ers, Browns, and Ravens are the only teams to have given up less points through six games. You know, they've got the good defense. The, the defense is great in New Orleans. Um, there's a lot of inconsistency with um, with uh, with scoring. Um, red zone calls have been crazy. Um, in my opinion, uh, I'll just, you know, as much as I'm not a Matt Canada fan because of how terrible he was at LSU, the Saints need to fire their offensive coordinator first. Um, I don't think you could do it before the Jaguars game because it's such a short week. I am a fan right now of Pete Carmichael being let go this early in the season in week seven as soon as the game is over against the Jaguars, regardless of what happens in the game. Great. The Steelers will hire him then. Uh, Please. (laughs) (laughs) Let's quickly talk about the AFC South. I think this is a crap division. Man. I will. I mean, it's hard for me to even say that I completely be, believe in Jacksonville because I don't. But their schedule is not that bad. I was going to be. I was go going to ride with the Colts, but then you find out that Richardson's gone. They probably for the rest of the season they're probably going to end up shutting him down, and uh, or the doctor is going to shut him down. Minshew is perhaps the best backup 
in the NFL. The schedule's not that bad for them with at Jackson with uh, Cleveland coming up, uh, New Orleans, at Carolina, and at New England. But I still really think it's got to be Jacksonville that I'm going to take here. Um, everybody else, uh, they're they're not making the playoffs. So that means that I am going to be a homer and I am going to throw in Pittsburgh right now as the, as probably the sixth seed and put the jets in as number seven. Yeah. That, uh, that, that, doesn't surprise me. I mean, the, I, I was under the impression at some point that the Titans were going to write their way and just figure out like, we've got an okay defense. We just need to run the ball a whole bunch and maybe throw it to DeAndre Hopkins a couple of times a game. The Titans are not, are not, are not good. Um, they finally just hit their wall. And, uh, again, Texans and Colts are just not going anywhere with what they currently have. Jaguars walk away with this one. I agree with you. Awesome. Well, hey, that is the big picture as we see it now going into week seven. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. His name is Wesley Coleman. Wesley, any final thoughts? No, I mean, this is going to change every week. We keep talking about that. Um, and I think it's going to continue to change. We've got a few um, elite teams um, that uh, are separate themselves in each side, the AFC and the NFC. There's maybe three teams on each side that are better than everybody else. There's three or four teams that are terrible and worse than everybody else. And then there's a whole bunch of teams in the middle that could finish anywhere between the fifth seed or, you know, third to last. Um, it's, it's crazy with what we're seeing going on this year. Scoring is down. Defense is up, which is not what the NFL has been uh, – preaching to us for a couple of years and uh we'll kind of see what happens it's a long season we're almost a third or right now about a third of the way through it so uh still a long way to go and uh, i think we're gonna have a lot of changes over the next uh, 12 weeks well the big picture is always changing but we here at fans first sports network we are always going to have the big screen ablazing we will see you next week here on ffsn thanks all 